Hanajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Ken LaVica Live on a Friday here. Theo Dorsey filling in for Ken, who is out. Stone Labanowitz also out, but that's cool because we've got two rock stars in their place. We've got Jeanette Javier, the Dominican diva. We've got Cyrus Whitting, the guy with all the Friday night football fun, and it is a Friday. Um, I've got to ask, Cy. What's the what's the big game tonight? Here? I got I got Friday night. The big game tonight is uh, dinner with my girlfriend. <laughs> oh, where are you guys gonna go? She, she, we're going to I think we're going to Oceano Kitchen. Nice. in Lantana. I'm pretty nice. pretty pumped about it. Good. Uh, but so we're you gonna have, your, you pay right? We pay. You I pay? pay. I pay. Good. We'll see. Well, maybe. maybe <laughs> hey, depends how nice she is. To yeah. Me, to yeah. Rest Don't the be nice today. You know the, what joke uh, I love doing with with, uh, with waiters. Is um I'll I'll ask him when we ask for the check. Yeah. I'll say I'll look over to Ashley and I'll be like, Hey, you coming home with me, right? <laughs> and she says yes, and I'll say, Okay, one check. <laughs> <laughs> Alluding that if she said no, even though she is my but fiance, we initially was supposed to be John Carroll at Cardinal Newman tonight. That game got moved to Monday, so we're gonna have some Monday night football uh in the next couple of days, which is gonna be a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, I got Friday night off tonight, which is gonna be uh pretty fun. First Friday off of the fall, so yes, I want you to enjoy that. So we can you can feel like Jeanette does on Fridays now because she gets her Friday it, nights off. It's That's, beautiful. Yeah. And me, I still am doing TV. I'm still lucky <laughs> enough to be able to go into that studio and do TV for WPTV News Channel 5 and WFLX Fox 29. So you can check me out. I will not be like Jim Cantori. I will not be in any storms uh, getting God blown away. That man. Like, what's up, dude? What's up? Like, relax. No, I, I know. Be doing that much too during a hurricane. What you more does he have to prove? Standing, yeah. in the middle of a Category Four hurricane. Yeah, and I and I, I want to say first too, our 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 you know hearts, thoughts, prayers go out to everybody that has suffered from uh, this you know Hurricane Ian and it, it's it's devastation that it's impacted along the west coast of Florida and even throughout and, and central and central and the tornadoes that it spit out that yes. has affected Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. So there's a lot of people in our area that are dealing with the impacts and effects of that hurricane and um and the the, the the wind force and everything that came with it. But, yeah, Jim Cantori out in the middle of the street almost getting taken out by a, a branch that fell off a tree. I'm not sure if we need to see that to know that the storm is severe. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying is maybe we can just tell by the video, not by the guy almost losing his life in the hurricane um, on, on national TV. Uh, it is... It, I love football in general. I love sports. I love mm-hmm. being able to watch these things. It's mm-hmm. it's why we got into the business. We we love talking about it. We love fully embracing in it. But Thursday night football, for one of the first times in a long time, it was actually tough for me to sit through the west, rest of that game, only because not just because it was a gruesome injury to Tua, um, but only because all of the context we had leading into that injury. I've seen gruesome injuries before. You think about Ricardo Lockett with the Seahawks um, right there on the Dallas Star. Uh, you think about Eric LeGrand um, of the – what was that, Rutgers? Yeah. Rutgers yep. um, University. We've seen some pretty ugly stuff with concussions and head trauma before in the NFL. Um, the biggest problem I've had with what happened Thursday night was all of the context surrounding it with knowing that Tua just had something – again, we're not neurologists like – Ken said, but just had something that looked to us, to the plain eye, and not just to the plain eye, but to other people that have studied this as something that could have been a concussion, him playing on a short week, suffering a concussion, which nobody can can fake out or rule out now um, with him in the fencing position on national television. 
and um, now, you know, dealing with the aftermath of it. And for me, I, I wanted to look it up because I know I'd heard this before, and I'm sure you guys have heard this. Concussions, obviously, once you get a couple of them, you become more susceptible to concussions. Um, that's something that I looked up and verified with the CDC. Also, a big problem with concussions, and the reason why there is a concussion protocol, even though it is one that seems to be a farce in the NFL, the, pro- the reason why you have that concussion protocol, you know that players are going to get concussions, but you give them enough time for the brain to heal back a certain amount mm-hmm. before you put them back out there and put them at risk again. And again, I wanted to go to the CDC because I know I'm not um, an expert, but here's something from a fact sheet they have on concussions that was put out um, pretty recently. A repeat concussion that occurs before the brain recovers from the first usually within a short period of time, in parentheses, hours, days, or weeks, can slow recovery or increase the likelihood of having long-term problems. Tua Tungla-Vailoa isn't just a, a quarterback in the league. He's a young man. He's a guy who we know is family-oriented, and thank God he had his family with him out there in Cincinnati. They were at the hospital with him. They were able to fly back with him. He's a guy that wants to have not just a successful NFL career, but a lengthy life. I'm sure he wants to be able to provide for his family. He wants to enjoy the finer things. He wants to be able to go out to dinner on a Friday night, have a good, compelling conversation, like Cyrus is going to be able to do. Him, again, if they if it comes out, and, and, and there's no way to verify it because Tua passed the concussion protocols on Sunday, and like Ken said, the Dolphins did follow the code that the NFL and the NFLPA agreed upon. So they had the independent doctor, they had the team staff, everybody okayed him to go, so they followed protocol. It just feels irresponsible because we all know that the protocol is a little bit of a wink-wink, mm-hmm. and we all know that Thursday night football puts you at more, you're more susceptible to injury, and also we know the repercussions of having a concussion after recently having a concussion, and we saw that with, I mean, again, we see guys suffer concussions in games all the time. When's the last time? You saw somebody laid out like that with their fingers all interlocked mm-hmm. in the fencing position. It, it, that's not how every – concussions happen in most NFL games. That's not how it looks. And reading what I just saw from the CDC, if you don't give your body, your head enough time to recover from a previous concussion suffered, it can make the next concussion more severe. How do you not read that, see what happened Sunday, see what happened Thursday night, and not feel that there's somewhat of a correlation between those two injuries – one of them considered a quote-unquote back injury. It's, it's sick. I think w- earlier in the show we've been talking about where to place blame and, and where not to place blame, and a lot of the blame will probably go on the independent medical examiner who, who uh, examined and cleared Tua on Sunday, and maybe this is playing devil's advocate a little bit, but isn't there the possibility that he just made an honest mistake and got it wrong? I mean... No, as as it's a, it's a, it's a very as, crucial as much, mistake. As, as much as we, it's a very crucial mistake. But like, I mean, doctors as as much trust as we put in doctors, I'm, and I'm not saying don't trust your they doctor. They can be but wrong. They can, right. every, we yeah. can. We've we've all we I can all be there's wrong. Human there's, that. There's, human, there's human error. There's human error. There's human error, but not at that level. Not in that profession, and not in that scenario. Right. There's not in that There's scenario. There's a lot. Like you, how did you get to that level if you're going to make such a big mistake like that? I'm just, of course, you, that is a, 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 a definitely fair question. But at the same time, as much as we know, it's not like, oh, you tore your ACL. I can feel it. You broke your ankle. I can feel it. Like as much as we know about concussions and head injuries and CTE and and all the other branching. Uh, 
things we talk about when it when, when it comes to head injuries. There's so much that we don't know. So you know, whatever the test is, following the light or following yeah. the pen. You know, in a in a in an environment where you're you're not in your own doctor's office, where you're yeah. you know you're in the comfort of your own, you have your own stethoscope. You're around eighty thousand screaming people in a hundred and ten degree heat, being feeling you know and and in a serious high pressure situation where you say you know I just I. And, and again, we can, we've seen guys not have concussion sim- symptoms and then a week later find out that they do have a concussion. So, again, I'm not, I think it's entirely possible that, and this isn't, I'm not blaming the doctor, but it's just mistakes happen. And this goes back to, I think what is going to happen is we're going to increase, as they should, increase the concussion yeah, protocols. got to happen. So that it's not one doctor. It's three, like maybe it should that be two or, or whoever has a concussion say, sees. Theo, Doctor Dorsey. Yeah. Theo clears him. Doc. Then he goes in and sees Doctor Javier. What if Doctor Javier clears him? <laughs> like the sound of that. Goes, see, he goes see Doctor Wittig. Yeah. And if he gets three independent medical checks, that's a lot. So so that's yeah, that's a lot. But isn't it worth it? But Cyrus, I yes, hear what you're saying. Absolutely worth this it. Is, this is what I think though, because it doesn't matter how many doctors line up and check him. We heard what Tua said in the post game on Sunday. We we visited that and. This is what I'm saying. If the concussion protocols and the checks that they do with these players are limited to, hey, who's the president this year? Or, hey, um, what's today's date? If it's limited to certain questions like that and Tua passes it, and also, again, if Tua tells the doctor the reason why I wobbled was because of a back injury I sustained on the play before, which is his company line that he fed us on Sunday when they let him get back into the game. The company, you, you don't think he told the doctor that same thing? You think Tool was being earnest and honest in there? For sure, but that's shame on the doctor. Shame because on the doctor how? Because if there's he can only, one thing. He the, doctor's to rules pr- t- t- the doctor is, is there to protect players from themselves. I he, am he not comparing a mental illness to a concussion at all. I'm only comparing it in this scenario because it's it's something, as you mentioned, Cyrus, you that you can't physically yeah, you can't touch, it, yeah. you know. But it's something that they do in therapy before they diagnose you with something. They ask you questions. They don't give you a pill unless there's a couple days yeah. or question or like appointments until they know definitively what you have and if that's okay because that's the only research that they conduct. Yeah. Now, if this doctor guy or woman said, "Oh, I think you may have a concussion, but uh, you want to." You want to say it's your back? Then you well, didn't do their well, job. Because the if your job is to check it. a concussion, no. But the, if your the, job is to check something that's mental, you got to go through the proper protocol. Yeah. Because you can't just touch a brain and be like, "Ah, good." Well, I believe though. So, so they went to the blue tent on Sunday in that game against the Bills at Hard Rock. I was there that game. That you know, it was hot, like they said, but also that play had nothing to do with heat, nothing to do with likely a back injury. He hit his head on the turf. He hit his head on the ground hard after being thrown down. And he wobbled when he tried to get back to the huddle. They went to the blue tent. All I'm saying is, so we don't have the concussion protocol and exactly what they do inside that tent right in front of us. Also, none of us were inside that tent. Only the people in that tent know how the things played out. But if you don't think that Tua, who is a competitive dude who wants to ride for his guys and play, doesn't know that there's certain ways you answer these questions to pass it, and if you don't think that the head coach and the rest of the staff, who obviously they're – they're, they want to win games, right? For like, sure. That's what they're in here but for. But that's where you as a doctor have to say, no. If we are not keeps... done 
checking you yeah. and this what's going on inside of you. But he seemed okay. He he seemed But that's o- on the doctor's fault. The doctor should have stepped his foot down yeah. and said, "No, I am not checking. I'm not done checking this concussion of yours. Well, I haven't cleared you. You're That's right. on the doctor's issue. The, 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 maybe the doctor could have done a better job. We don't For know. We sure. weren't in that tent. We don't know what evidence he was given. It's almost like saying, like, uh, the judge needs to do a better job. No, maybe the defense attorney should provide the, the proper evidence. You know what I'm saying? Like, they can only judge on what they get. And, and again, I'm not saying maybe the doctor should have done a better job. I'm just saying there's honest, there's just honest human error. I mean, there's, and, and, yeah. and, and is, as consequential and unfortunate as that is, and I'm not saying that there was, but I'm saying there is a possibility that at the end of the day, concussions are not a cut and dry, black and white, you have it or you don't sort of thing. Except so for last night. Because you know, it's, it, it, I mean, and, and even, even, even so you'd think last night, like Tua was, Tua was flying home with the team. Yeah. Like you'd think that if he had that serious of a concu- concussion, they probably would have kept him overnight for observation. Yeah. But he's but he's released from the Cincinnati hospital or whatever wherever he was, you know, uh, gotten gotten treatment and then flies home. So it's this is not a, a a black and white yes or no situation. It's it's fluid. I'm just saying there's there's so many factors that go into this. Well, well let's let's hear from let, let's hear from Mike McDaniel actually. And instead of listening to Sundays because Sunday we know was there was a company line obviously to to you know advert attention away from the head injury and talk about the back. So we won't even waste our time listening to Mike McDaniel on Sunday. Let's listen to him then four days later when he tried to tool back out there to play quarterback for his team against an offensive line that has been a little bit shaky. And, you know, Tua might have held the ball too long. I don't want to hear about all of that. But Mike McDaniel discussing um, post-game after Thursday night football's loss, after losing his quarterback to a concussion on a stretcher, um, what happened out there, and also seemingly covering for himself and the team and their culpability with to his injury. Yeah, otherwise we would have reported him having a head injury. I mean, that's that's why the NFL has these protocols, um, and there's not like every single NFL game that is played. Um, there's an independent specialist that specializes in the specialty of brain matter. So. Um, yeah, um, for me, as long as I'm coaching here, um, if there's in, uh, you know, I'm not going to fudge that whole that whole situation. If there's um, any any sort of inclination that someone has a concussion, they go into the concussion protocol and it's very strict. Without without um, yeah, if people don't vary or stray. We don't mess with that, never have. And as long as I'm the head coach, that will never be um, an issue that you guys have to worry about. Yeah. Uh, Again, Jeanette, do you believe him right there? No. Did you hear the amount of stuttering and ums and erms? He wasn't even confident in his own words. Yeah. I'm not here to say Mike McDaniel is responsible for any of this. And he has to, even if he did play a part in in trying to circumvent any protocol, there's no way that the coach has that much influence over it because there is the independent doctor, again, that the NFL and NFLPAs um, has agreed upon having in there to clear people for the concussion protocol. He said pretty much what he kind of had to say as the head coach of the football team right there. And on top of that, he he's not wrong about the fact that Tua cleared the concussion protocol. 
he's not what? wrong, and he like you as a head coach. I know you don't defend family, yeah, but I definitely that's your do. thing, yeah. So I get protecting your people and your organizations, especially when on paper you followed guidelines. Tua shouldn't have been out there. No, Cyrus, do you think Tua should have been out there on Thursday night? No, I think my my thing is, and I think this is interesting. I don't know if you saw this came out on 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 Twitter today. Not didn't happen today, but it was it was unearthed uh, of Mike Tomlin talking about holding Ryan Clark yeah. out uh, of a game in Denver because of the possibility and complications to do with uh, sickle cell and 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 that even though Ryan Clark was cleared to play by by medical doctors, Mike Tomlin said I felt it was my responsibility to ho- responsibility to hold him out of that game to protect him from himself. I don't think I don't think Mike McDaniel had any ill intention or purposely f- lied or or forged or or um or, or did anything ma- manipula- manipulative my my only question is Mike McDaniel saw what we all saw yeah. on Sunday against the Bills last week and the entire nation anybody who saw that said that is a head injury he he's got a concussion if there is 1 ounce of doubt in Mike McDaniel's gut 1 tiny ounce that Tuish has a concussion and maybe shouldn't be playing on 72, whatever, 96 days of rest, yeah. or 96 or hours, hours yeah. sorry, of rest, then I don't think he should have been playing that game. If Mike McDaniel wants to draw the hard and fast line that the, the doctor said he's good to go, so he's good to go, that's between him and, and whatever higher power it, he believes in. But again, if there's an ounce of doubt for Mike McDaniel that two was not ready or, and, and is Ill, his body's not prepared to play in this game, not prepared to play the sport of football, not to pre- prepared to play in the NFL, he shouldn't have played in that game last night. Yeah, and, and you know what? Whatever whatever this says about Mike McDaniel and the Dolphins or even the NFL and NFLPA as a whole, and even the players, um, it definitely, that experience and what all of the nation had to see last night on Thursday Night Football and knowing what happened Sunday, it will create some kind of change in this, whether that be the NFL changing the concussion protocol, whether that be players finally finding the backbone to say, hey, you know what? I might have been maybe slightly concussed here and maybe I shouldn't play four days later. Or maybe that's team doctors or the coaching staff doing what Mike Tomlin did and protecting players from themselves. One place that you have that you can go, and that's very convenient to go, where you don't need to be protected from yourself. Really, it's, it's like a good getaway. And I'm talking about the big yellow train, Brightline. It's time to talk about Brightline, the best and most stress-free way to travel between West Palm Beach, Fort Lauderdale, and Miami. Think Brightline is just a train? Come on, that's silly. No, it is a way to beat traffic and save on fuel. Brightline has been flexible forever since it's been here in South Florida. Brightline has flexible fares as low as $10. Go city to city in 30 minutes and keep your tank on full. Book your next car-free, care-free trip at gobrightline.com. And while you're there, check out where Brightline can take you this weekend. Gobrightline.com. Every time I've got a flight out of Fort Lauderdale or Miami, I'm not driving and parking. I'm hopping on that yellow train, and I'm getting my tail on that plane. With a a glass of wine. With a little bit of wine. And the vodka soda. Why not? Why not? Uh, We're going to take a quick break here. When we do come back, we're going to take your calls, 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776 on who is least to blame in this situation that the Dolphins and Tua Tungavailoa have found themselves in where now we are uh, still left with the lasting images of him fencing on the field 
on national television um, and then being carted off after, again, four days before, looking like he suffered a concussion. We'll have to kind of dig into that some more here. So, again, we'll be taking your calls, 888-760-3776. We're live here on ESPN 106.3. The Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaBecca Live on ESPN 106.3. Theo Dorsey here in for Ken LaVica Stone out as well. We got Cyrus Whitty, Jeanette Javier, and myself, Christian Cat on the boards. And you know what? What better way to hop in here than some news coming out of the AFC East? I think it's time now for our Baptist Health Orthopedic Care Injury Emporium. Hut! Green! Hut! Hut! Oh, no. There's a man down. It was initially reported that Mac Jones, at the end of that loss against the Patriots, had a severe high ankle sprain. There were um, some some concerns he might be out for a while. Well, Mac Jones practiced for the first time today for the New England Patriots and now reports from NFL Network's Tom Pelserio and Ian Rappaport that it was a pretty severe high ankle sprain and he might be out for a long time. There's a chance now. We're getting reports he's a game-time decision for this Sunday when the Patriots play at Lambeau Field taking on the Packers. Again, Mac Jones might be back a lot sooner than Pats fans um, previously anticipated there. Uh, another key thing for the AFC East as we try to see how the top of it and the bottom of it plays out, Mac Jones might be coming back here pretty soon um, for those New England Patriots. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain and need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho. For more information today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care offers um, has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County throughout the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. That's it for the Patriots. That's good news for one of the Dolphins' rivals. Obviously, we have bad news. With is, is, it good news for, is it good news for the Patriots? When you, when you, said, when you said the Patriots are, are expecting him back quicker than they – I thought you were going to say want because, I mean, no offense, Matt yeah, Jones has been, yeah. He's been very bad. bad this year. He leads the league in interceptions right now, and he has been bad for the Pats, but I'm sure he's better than anything we would get out of Brian Hoyer or Bailey Zappi right now. Who? Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. You know a lot about Don't Hoyer. hate my boy Bailey Zappi. I like Zappi. I'm just saying. I mean, this is it's Let's different. be realistic, it's, though, it's a little different. I know. I know. I just can't, I just can't resist an opportunity to uh, nudge Pats fans whenever I get the chance. It, it's, it's, it's respectable. I won't be, I won't be mad at that. Uh, for you right now, the state of the AFC East with its quarterbacks, I mean, it's a little shaky. It's a little weird. The only healthy quarterback right now really is um, – is, uh, What's his name? Josh Allen. How am I forgetting Josh (laughs) Allen's name right now? It is Josh Allen. You got Zach Wilson hoping to come back here for week four. We got Tua, who just literally was carted off on Thursday Night Football. Again, get well soon, Tua. Um, And and sorry to everybody that had to watch that a million times on Amazon Prime last night. Mm -hmm. And then we got Mac Jones, who's trying to come back from a high ankle sprain. So 
all of that talk of the Dolphins, who are now three and one, trying to reclaim the AFC East, get to uh, reclaim. What am I saying? Trying to claim it I for the first say, time. Well, they're at the top right now. <laughs> yeah. Still, well, even with saying, the loss. They want to finish at the top of it, and right now, the team that came in as the juggernaut, the team that the Dolphins did just beat, but they look like the best team in the league. The, the Buffalo Bills have the only healthy quarterback in the division right now. Yeah, they they do. But again, going back to what we mentioned a couple, uh, I think, but back before one o'clock was that if there's one, I don't even know if you could say silver lining, but if there's one positive the Dolphins have going for them is in the next couple of weeks, as as we don't know when when two two will be back. Um, it could it could be a while. Honestly, I kind of hope it's a while to make sure he is a hundred percent ready to, to go. But again, next six games for the Dolphins at the New York Jets. That's on paper. That's a game they can win. Against uh, Minnesota at home, that's a game they can win. Against Pittsburgh at home, that's a game they can win. At Detroit, at Chicago, at home versus Cleveland. Then they get a bye. Then they're home against the Texans. Uh, Schedule gets much tougher at the end of the year. At San Fran, at L.A., at Buffalo, all three Mm. weeks in a row. But look, next six games against Buffalo, uh, next next six games, excuse me, for for the Dolphins, you you can you're still going to be in a pretty good spot and and that just goes back how and and how big was that win over Buffalo uh, earlier in the season now that that's going to loom huge huge pay big dividends for the Dolphins rest of the year not just that one but the win over Baltimore yeah. on the road when you're down 21 in the fourth I mean the one of the sadder parts and the, the saddest part in general is just that we get um, you know brain injury isn't something that you ever fully recover from every time you chip away at your brain that's permanent damage you're doing so mm-hmm. that's the saddest part about this Tua Tungavailoa is not just a football player there for our entertainment he is a young man who again wants to live a fruitful life for decades to go on so that's the saddest part you know put big wall up there for us football fans outside of that when you when you step away from what the actual humanity of this is the football part of this for the Dolphins I mean Tua was not just, you know, going beyond the expectations that people put out there for him, which were low. He was out here looking like he was on his way to getting MVP votes. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had the Dolphins looking like a real AFC contender. And now, like you said, Cyrus, again, as a Dolphins fan and as a fan of electric football and wanting to see some good action out there, I do want to see Tua playing quarterback for the Dolphins again soon. As a person who cares about the well-being of others and just as a per- you know, being having a good a, human. Having an ounce of morality, I want him sidelined as long as possible, as long as it takes for him to be healed up. Because, again, he's not a, he, he's at, not a huge guy. At the end of the day, and we all love sports, yeah. it is a game. Yeah. It is a game, and you still A lot ha- of money on the line. A lot of money on the line, but you have a whole life ahead of you with a family outside of maybe the 15 years max you can get playing as a starting quarterback in the NFL. Well, Tom Brady's defying that part of it. Well, he's just a goat and he can do whatever he wants, and he's fantastic <laughs> at it. So, Hasn't been lately, but yeah, you're right. He is fantastic at it. One uh, game. That, I think we can all agree, the ugliest moment of the week. It might be the ugliest moment of the NFL season, Tua being carted off last night on Prime Video. I, I want to shift focus and maybe turn the tide here and, and spread some joy throughout Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast right here. Let's shift to the EDS Air Conditioning and Plumbing coolest moment of the week time now for the coolest moment of the week cool cool yeah the coolest moment of the week is brought to you by eds air conditioning we're taking it north of the border going out to toronto where this past wednesday 
Aaron Judge of the New York Yankees blasted his 61st home run of the season, tying Roger Maris for the most ever in the AL. Here's the call on Yes Network. And the 3-2. Throw deep to left field. This could be it. See ya. He's done it. Number 61. He's been chasing history, and now he makes it. He and Roger Maris are tied with 61 home runs, the most anybody has ever hit in a single season in American League history. That's history right there for you, folk. Aaron Judge joining very rarefied air. And he did it on the road. That's pretty cool. Again, EDS Air Conditioning and Plumbing, coolest moment of the week. EDS Air Conditioning and Plumbing. Go to them for all your needs. Hey, Cyrus, you're a baseball guy. Yeah. I, I'm I'm less of a baseball guy, but I know growing up, these home run chases and, and these records mattered so much more, it felt like. You would be inundated with it on a daily basis as guys are chasing certain numbers. I, I'm curious to know what side of the fence you stand on because in this same breath as we celebrate Aaron Judge for doing something historic with the most historic franchise in all of baseball – there's also a lot of conversation around the number 73 and what Barry Bonds did in a regular season. And the reason why we have to clarify and say it's the most ever in the AL is because Barry, Bron- Barry Bonds hit for 73, which is you know obviously a controversial topic because of all the steroids and stuff. What side of the fence do you stand on there? Is Barry Bonds your home run king? Because to me, Barry Bonds still the home run king despite all of the noise and despite the big hit that was bloated by, again, uh, Steroid uses. Bear so. Bonds is the home run king to me, too. There we go. Okay. Barry, Barry Bonds is the home run king. And, and I think, honestly, for, for me, Barry Bonds was was reestablished as the home run king when the Astros, it was found out that the Astros were legitimately cheating yeah. in, in baseball and there were no repercussions for it. So you can't, and all pitchers said when that all stuff came out, I'd rather pitch to a guy on steroids than to pitch to a guy who knows what pitch is coming. Right. So right. it's like, if you're not going to punish whoever, whether it was the Astros or, or you can say, well, the, they really they got the idea from the Red Sox or got the idea from the Yankees. I don't even know, honestly can't even remember where the idea stemmed from. Yeah. But there was we know that there was cheating. There 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 was uh, videotaped and and all the pitches relayed. If you're not going to punish anybody over that, you certainly can't punish anybody up for taking. Uh, you can't you can't punish anybody for taking steroids. So yes, Barry Bonds is the home run king. And if you don't look like 500 foot home runs, yeah. then that's your problem. Yeah, that's the problem with, with baseball in general. If you don't if you don't enjoy the the entertainment of that and his home run run and and Sammy Sosa, I mean, these dudes used to put on shows. I love what Aaron Jones Aaron Judge is doing Aaron Jones. Jeez, I'm thinking about my fantasy football team here. <laughs> Which one? Exactly. <laughs> one of one of five. If you don't love what Aaron Judge is doing with the Yankees, I mean that's that's also a stinker on you. Yeah, but two we'll things see. can be true. Yeah. I mean, you can love and, and love what Aaron Judge is doing as, as a as a great guy and great for baseball and, and still uh respect Bonds as the single season home run home run king. Who's your home run king, Jeanette? Mr. Bonds. Bonds. There I we don't go. care about the I don't three care about three. the steroids. Everybody was doing it. Three for three. I know. Look, look. I, I feel you. I'm, we're on the same page here. I just had to check the temperature of my my co-host here today. Because, you know, I was ready to fight anybody who yeah. said he wasn't, so <laughs> right. let's go. Good, good, good. Just wanted to make sure we're on no the same page there. No fighting today, so far. And, and Judge has a chance to break the AL record. Um, I believe they're playing at home, actually, today with the, against the Orioles. Did yep. you at home, see the fans' reaction who, when the ball, when the 61 home run yes. ball bounced off his glove? I, what an idiot. 
Yeah. You had a glove. You got to catch that. Did it bounce off his glove? Did well, he get that the, close? I thought it hit the, bo- it the wall like it hit the in front wall. of him. It looked like he didn't reach down far enough to yeah. get it. Yeah. Like, it did, if it hit your glove, you got to catch it. Kind of like a football. If it hits your hands, you got to catch yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know if it actually made contact Fall with the glove. Fall into the ballpark That's for what that. I'm saying. Fall I would jump in. You got, you got to lay out for that. You got to lay out for that. You can make enough money to pay off your medical bills and then some. That's millions, huh? Like, we got to be talking That's a great. That's a great question. I don't know what it would be initially right now, but eventually I would assume it's millions. Yeah, we're it looking bounced at the, off his glove. Play it back again. We're, we're looking at it. The, it the broadcast here from yes. It looks like it might have hit his glove. As you see, Aaron Judge launches it to center field to – it looks like it might have bounced, bounced off his glove. It bounced off his glove. We got to get a review of that video there. Which uh, sorry, five hundred thousand dollars you had in your hand for two seconds. Pro- probably more than a million. I would. I would. And assume. I would say if he jumps, well, if he jumps into the bullpen to get that ball, and he what's what's the risk reward? Getting banned from the Rogers Center for life? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Would you? Would you? Bra- I'd do it twice. I, yeah. This is a terrible. It's a, not that great of this, a ballpark. This is a terrible topic to broach with only twenty minutes left in the show. But would you? What? What amount of money would you have to get paid to be banned from your favorite professional team's stadium? Mm. Well, if that amount on the line. No, no, I wouldn't be banned. I would because, do it for a thousand dollars. So here's what I would have done. I would have fallen into the ballpark, caught the ball, yeah, held that ball hostage, and be like, "Oh, you want to ban me?" Then the price of the ball that you are not touching just went up. Yeah. I'm going to get season tickets to the seats I want. Mario Stanfield up here. Up and here. then I'm going to get 500 grand. Easy. Cash after taxes. But you can't get the 500 grand if you give them the baseball. What? No, but that's why I'm not going to give them the You're baseball. You're going to keep the baseball. Until I get my 500 cash after taxes. Or they can put the money in the bag and whatever. Oh, I pick it up. you're holding them hostage at or, the game. I Is get it, the tickets to whatever I want. Did it hit? The, it didn't hit the glove. As we we have an instant replay going on behind us here. Um, Christian, we're, we're going to New through. York. Uh, Christian Cat on the on the you ones so and twos close. here. You were so close. He had to get. He has to get out. He, he has I to lay out care. and get that Fall ball. Fall into the ballpark. Yeah, he's got into the ballpark. Catch that ball. He's got to. He's got to lay he's out and idiot. get that ball. He's an idiot. That's life changing money right there. That's a life changing ball. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a ball that'll change your life. Absolutely. You got to get the It's so sad to see this historic moment, and yeah. so many people absolutely lose the opportunity to change their life. His like son. that kid who got 60 yeah. in ballpark, oh, I want to do what's best for the organization. No, you're dumb. Yeah. Hey. You're dumb. You're entitled. When does the organization got out of their way to do something for him? Especially the Yankees. <laughs> Especially it's about the, red. the Yankees. It's ain't nothing more important than a moolah, baby. And they they fumbled the bag. <laughs> let two me times catch in a row a, here. let me catch a historic ball. Let me do it, <laughs> and I'll show much, everybody how it's done. Let's look at how much tickets are to Yankee Stadium right now. How many more games do the Yankees even have? To, well, to catch? from we we did the research when Judge hit sixty, and it was twelve hundred a pop for like twelve for like cheap seats. Yankees mm. have seven games left. The Yankees have seven games left. Three more home games, and then they close it out against the Rangers. It looks like at the Rangers. Um. So if, if I'm a New Yorker, I fly to Texas because it's going to be easier to catch that ball in cheaper seats in, in Texas, even with the airfare. Yeah, because the oh, Rangers is it, is it the suck. Rangers or the Astros ballpark? It's the oh, Rangers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that ballpark sucks too. <laughs> what? They, they just built a new one. It sucks. Really? The old one is so much better. I promise really? you. The, I, I didn't. I didn't know. Yeah. What? I love. You heard it here first. Go, You're what? welcome. Well, they're 33 Deep games. Deep insights about Texas baseball. You're welcome. This will be the most expensive Rangers tickets all year. They're 33 games under 500 currently, <laughs> and I'm sure getting tickets to that game, especially the last one against the Yankees, because Judge might be going for another historic number that that day, are going to be the most pricey um, all around. Just, also, 
I just want to see somebody be smart about this. Speaking of being smart about it, Aaron Judge saved his best season for his contract year. That's a smart guy. He's all about the money. Yeah, triple crown and tie, possible triple crown and tying and possibly breaking the AL home run record. Yeah. Talk about betting on yourself and winning. He he literally bet on himself coming into this season, and he's about to get like one of the biggest bags in baseball history, if not the biggest. I'm not sure even how these baseball contracts sometimes play out. I'm not sure how much the Yankees still believe in him or if he has to go somewhere else to get the bag, but I do know the bag is around. It's just around the corner. The bag is going to be big. I mean, just what are they offer? sitting they, comfy. They he's offer sitting comfy. The Nationals offered Soto like almost half a billion. I mean, Soto's yeah. seven years younger, but it's going to be it's going to be crazy. Hey, he, if there's one thing Dominicans know, it's make that money. And I'm so <laughs> proud of my 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 brother out yeah. here getting that bag, securing yeah. it. Okay. I I have I have a question for both of y'all because right now I have um my my fiance is is at home right now with a broken ankle. She's beautiful and she's going to be great. With we love you, ankle. Ashley. Yes, Ashley. She's she's uh she's holding it down right now with a broken ankle. And I went today to the store before the show. So while I was supposed to be pre- preparing for this show, which um, of course, I still found time to do. I went to buy her crutches, and then I went to buy her one of those uh, those arm wheelchair. I think it's called like a knee up. Uh, okay, scooter. Yeah, yeah, those little scooters. Those scooter are, thing. Those are fun. Right. So, can we like can we go out with the scooter? Of is, course. Okay. Yeah, you can go out with the scooter. Okay. Of course. How I thir- say make it how beautiful. How is it to go out with the scooter? Like to go out and go have fun. Still, go make, enjoy a weekend. It- Make it nice. I did yeah. that for a friend of mine. We put like tea lights and something like okay. solar powered lights on it. Nice. So it was like super nice. And Ashley's super f- creative. Yes. So I know she will make the most of it. But rock it. Yeah. Nobody could look better in that than Ashley can. Bet. I know she's gonna rock it. So bet. I'll that'll be my project when I get back home. Here is decorating up her scooter as we try to get her recovered from that. And from get that her flowers angle. and chocolates yes. and nice food in the process. Of course. of course. Ashley needs to sit beautiful and recover. That's the way we're gonna take care of my queen. And and if you yourself are suffering from any kind of injury, maybe is joint pain affecting your quality of life? Well, at Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, our team is experienced in traditional joint replacement surgery as well as new, less less invasive treatments with the goal of returning you to what you love as quickly as possible. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle and joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Woo! What a week in sports. We have a big weekend to come. When we do come back, I've got to get you guys' opinion on the Sunday game that you're most looking forward to. Maybe not early slate. Maybe it's the second late afternoon slate. I know for Jeanette it'll be the Bucks and whatever game they're playing in, which they'll probably you should lose. Know which mm, we'll, who are we playing? We'll get who are we we'll playing? We'll get who you're looking forward to as well as as well as a bet that me and Jeanette have lined up because her team is going down. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick alive on ESPN 106.3. I just learned that there's rules to drinking on St. Patrick's Day, which I 
I thought it was just a free for all. I thought you just go in and order what you want, but apparently there's rules. You got to be careful. We out there in we the have uh, yeah. we only have ten minutes. Yeah. For the rest, of, we got a lot to talk to. We can save it for another day. I, I will school you all on drinking habits. I can't wait. You know, I, I have been to the biggest. Um, they say it's one of the biggest St. Patrick's Day parties. Um, Savannah, Georgia. Oh, how is it? It's it was, on my bucket list. It was great. Awesome. It was great, and that was a great time. I went with Ashley like a, four or five years ago when I lived in Georgia. And uh, it was a good time. I don't remember any of it. That means it, it. Yeah. You accomplished what you were supposed to do. We did what we you. had to do in historical downtown Savannah, Georgia. Ken Levick alive here. I'm Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, filling in for Ken and Stone, who are out on this Friday. We got Cyrus Wittig. You just heard the voice of Jeanette Javier, Christian Cat on the boards. And we have an NFL slate that's coming up this weekend. And really, I asked about what games. We're going to be looking forward to most, but I mean, the elephant in the room here is that mm. Cyrus is a red-blooded Kansas City Chiefs fan. Chiefs kingdom, just like myself. Correct. Born and raised in, in Kansas. Yes. Family had season tickets from before we were in Arrowhead Stadium. So, nice. uh, yeah, Chiefs kingdom through and through. Oh, Theo, um, can you say the same? Yes, I was born in Kansas, actually, Overland Park. I was raised there for about six, seven months. So, also born and raised in Kansas myself. Big Chiefs fan. That just, counts. Just, Count it. Yeah. And one. And, and how long have you been rooting for the Kansas City Chiefs? Just, just started my Chiefs fandom um, this offseason when I had to uh, depart from the shackles of Panthers fandom. For how which, long were you a Panthers fan for? Uh, most of my life, since I was a kid. Oh, okay. Just wanted to make yeah. sure. Yeah, but you know what? I knew better Bandwagoner. for myself. Sometimes you just got to quit a bad habit. Some people stay in toxic relationships. I, I want more for myself. Amen. So. Yeah, I'm just that oh kind of guy. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm that Whatever. kind of guy. That's what brings me joy is also putting myself first. So, okay. thank you. Not right now. Ashley comes first. Well, yeah, of course. But we're a team, though. We're becoming one. That's my fiance. Jeanette, you uh-huh. are a fan of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who have the, I mean, literally, it's got to be one of the worst tasks in all of America of going up against me and Cyrus's Kansas City Chiefs this weekend. I'm not scared. Brady doesn't lose two in a row. And I think the reports are that they are going to play this one at Raymond James still? Yes, they are. They're going to play it at Raymond James in Tampa uh, again. Thoughts and prayers go out to everybody on the west coast of Florida and, and throughout Florida that was affected um, by Hurricane Ian. But they are going to be playing this one in Tampa. So, of course, the past two weeks, Jeanette Javier has made bets with other ESPN West Palm personalities mm -hmm. um, in week two. Your Bucks played the Saints. You didn't find any. Oh, did you did you do a bet with Jupiter Joe week one for the Cowboys? No. Okay, so there was no bet week one. Week two, you had Bucks Saints. You did a bet with Tyree. What was the parameters of that bet? So the person who lost had to buy an item from the team, the opposing team, and okay. then rock it. So I he I told him he has to buy a pair of Tampa Bay Buccaneers branded socks with Tom Brady's face on it, and he has to wear it to work with okay. you, which he did. He did that. He did that. All right. So, week three, Bucks Packers, you and Courtney make a deal. Yes. Uh, the deal, the bet was I have if the Packers won, which they did, I have to read a letter to Aaron Rodgers um, that she wrote. And I obviously have to comb through that. So, we'll get to that later. Now we have Bucks Chiefs, third week in a row. So far, you're one and one, but you're going to put your 500 record up against um, myself and Cyrus, who our Chiefs are above 500 right now, um, two and one. You're one and one. I know the Bucks are two and one. So what are the parameters for our bet? Yeah, so for our bet, Theo and I, Cyrus is out of this one. Cyrus is out. No I didn't Cyrus. even know about this bet. You guys were talking about the bet. I was like, what bet? Okay, no Cyrus. No Cyrus. Me and, me and Jeanette. Yes, whoever loses has to sing the song on air of the other person's choice. Okay, 
So we have to. Can we announce what songs they will be right now? Yeah, and actually put a lot of thought into yours because there's five movies that I'm a diehard fan of. Yes. Spanglish, Terminator Two, Deadpool One, and then the last two are musically based. Okay. A uh, fan of the opera. Yeah. And one I'm super obsessed with, which might come to a shock. A lot of people does Cinderella. Okay. So Cinderella has two very popular songs in it. All right, name them. A dream is a wish your heart makes. Okay, a dream is the wish your heart makes. Yes, which is the OG Disney song, and the other one is um, "Is This Love," which is the song that her is and the this prince love, sing. Is this love that no. I'm feeling? That's, that's no, that's not okay. the way it goes. Different one. Okay. So I wanted to give you one Cinderella song to sing on air when the Chiefs lose. I appreciate that, and my song for you is going to be "Hot in Here" by Nelly. Mm. Because it's going to be getting hot in that hot seat that Tom Brady's sitting on because it might be time for him to get off that throne. It's going to get real hot in the pocket, too, because I think that pass rush will get after him. So, Nelly also, of course, St. Louis, Missouri. Let's do a dream as a wish your heart makes because you guys had to sing that song when you lost to the Super Bowl against us in 21. That was cute. That was cute. Well, we'll, we have an offensive line now, so we'll be able to, to back it up and get it. So, we're getting it on the record here. If Jeanette wins, if her Bucks beat my Chiefs. When? If I'll have to sing a Cinderella song and vice versa, she would have to sing Hot in Here. Uh, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County throughout the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho and you know directly about our bet. So we have it on the record here, Jeanette versus me, Chiefs versus Bucks, and I'm pretty confident in my Kansas City team coming off of that loss, especially to the Colts. Or the West Coast, man. Yeah. Brady don't lose twice. You're right. You're he right. don't. You're right. He doesn't lose twice. Nope. I guess it only takes one loss to eliminate him from the playoffs, like what we saw last year. So uh, the Chiefs can help deliver that as well uh, on on this Week 4 game. I'm excited for the it. Yo, me, yo. Cyrus, what's your prediction for this Week 4 game? Uh, for the Chiefs, Bucks, Bucks specifically. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, I, I can ever. It's going to be tough because I don't think the NFL is going to let Tampa lose uh, with a uh, with trying try to bring the city together and, and West Florida. But Chiefs twenty four twenty three. Okay, so you got the Chiefs winning still. I, I think so as well, Jeanette. They're going to have to play the refs too. They will have to play against Get the refs. Get over yourselves! Oh my God! And everybody. So cheap. Uh, So cheap. To all of us Florida residents, continue to stay safe. Be well to each other. Uh, Get well soon, Tua. Keep your thoughts with that guy as he tries to bounce back from what happened last night. And everybody, let's just be smart, have fun, and be safe. See you next week.